I'm Arlene Bynan for Alex Pearson. We're going to talk about a an investigative story that's making national headlines today, and it is about ticket scalpers. And we know that scalpers have taken things over, but now because of an undercover investigation, we now know that Ticketmaster is actually involved in a certain part of this business. It was a joint operation between the Toronto Star and the CBC. Here's a little bit of a sneak peek. Toronto Star and CBC reporters went undercover at a scalpers convention in Las Vegas this July to learn tricks of the ticket trade. They found representatives of Ticketmaster's resale arm, Trade Desk, courting brokers on the convention room floor. There they were, selling a software product aimed directly at scalpers in order to help them to manage their vast inventory of seats and to resell them. This trade desk sale- Now here we have a little bit of a taste of it. We're going to talk with one of the investigative reporters behind this piece from the Toronto Star, Marco Chown Oved. Marco, welcome. Good evening to you. Thanks for having me on, Arlene. All right. Ticketmaster involved. How did you find this out? When you went undercover, how did you find a connection between scalpers and Ticketmaster? Well, they actually advertised it. I mean, <laughs> that's so that we knew they were going to be at a scalper conference. That, uh, you know, perked up our ears. Uh, of course, this is Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster is, you know, the uh, they have a virtual monopoly on all the box offices for uh, every sports event Everything. concert you can think of. And there they were on the, uh, you know, on the bill for this scalper conference down in Las Vegas. And we said, what would they be doing at a scalper conference? What could they possibly want to do at a scalper conference because keep in mind this is a company that is on multiple occasions called for scalping to be made illegal you got it and then there they were uh pitching essentially how to work more closely with ticketmaster and so we had been talking with ticketmaster over months and months and months we've been working on the scalping uh story for quite a while and they never wanted to go on the record about what they do with scalpers. It was not part, uh, they were not prepared to make any kind of public statement. So we took the unprecedented, well, not unprecedented, but very rare step of actually deciding to go undercover as the only possible way to tell this story. And when we showed up at the Ticketmaster booth, they were all too forthcoming on how they wanted to work with scalpers. And what did they do? What kind of an operation were they running? Well, what they do is they sell a specialized uh, software program specially made for people who have hundreds or thousands of tickets that they want to put up for resale. So these are the kinds of, uh, keep in mind, of course, this Mm -hmm. breaks the number one rule of Ticketmaster, which is you can only buy six or eight seats to a show. But what Ticketmaster said to us when we said, well, what if we have 400 tickets or 500 tickets? which the only way to get that number of tickets would be to be breaking Ticketmaster's rules. Ticketmaster's, the, when the, the sales guys who were trying to get us to buy their product said, look, we, we don't police that. that. That's not our problem. We don't care how you get the tickets. We just want to help you sell them. How do they make money? Did you find a way that they're economically involved here? 
Well, I think that this is a good example. If you can't beat them, join them. And that's mm. probably what happened inside Ticketmaster. Ten years ago, they were heavily, heavily invested in trying to get rid of the secondary market. Now, it's quite clear StubHub is not going away. People buy uh, tickets off the secondary market. And I think Ticketmaster wants a piece of the action. And so what they've done is they already get a, a service fee every time you buy a ticket out of the box office. So if you buy a 60 or $80 ticket, you're going to pay you know, $15 or $20 in service fees. When this ticket goes back up for resale, Ticketmaster actually gets two more service fees. They, saw, wow. they charge both the, the buyer and the seller. So if you think about this, mm-hmm. they're getting three service fees off of every ticket in the stadium. They're essentially tripling their money. Holy moly. So as as they are doing that, you know, there has to be laws. Wasn't there a law passed in Ontario that was going to try to deal with that? Well, the law in Ontario, as it was passed under the previous government, didn't speak to service fees per se. It spoke to just the price of resale mm-hmm. tickets. And it, there was supposed to be a cap. Well, you know, this came after all the outrage around the tragically hip farewell show when people couldn't believe how much money the tickets were being resold for online. And the government came up with a, with a law, and many people rightly questioned it to ask whether it was ever going to be enforceable. But the, at least the law was supposed to be that you can't sell a ticket for more than 50% higher than its face value. Uh, This law was passed, and it was supposed to come into force on July 1st this year, but with the new government actually in their first day in office, they suspended the law. So uh, the, the, the markup cap never became the law of the land, and now you can sell your ticket for whatever you want. What's going to happen here, do you think, Marco? Surely when people realize where their money's going, there has been a long-time frustration. Obviously, that's why you did the undercover investigative piece. As we all watch, tickets just soar out of our price range and change our availability to cultural events. Let's face it, it has a big effect on people. Is is there Are there any signs of a backlash here and holding not just the scalpers but Ticketmaster? accountable? Well, I, we definitely have seen already in, in just the reactions to the story today, mm-hmm. a huge backlash. I mean, I think the number one reaction is, uh, I knew it. I think everyone yeah. deep down mm-hmm. inside knew the Ticketmaster was involved in the scalping game. But uh, what we did, I suppose, was actually put specifics to this story and confirm people's suspicions. Um, but where does it go from here? I mean, when you speak to Ticketmaster, they, they say that tickets have been traditionally underpriced and that, you know, back 10, 20 years ago when you were getting into a show for 10 or 20 or 40 or $50, that was because they were, because artists were making lots of money off of recorded music. And now artists make the vast majority of their money off of concerts and the price has gone up and people are still willing to pay. So I really think it's going to be an interesting example of, you know, pure market capitalism. How high can the artist and Ticketmaster raise these prices before people stop going? Because, I mean, as we've seen, people aren't people still are going to pay six, seven hundred dollars to go see Bruno Mars this weekend. No, they haven't. And what kind of you're getting reaction? But what about Ticketmaster? What have they said about this now that it's revealed? 
Well, Ticketmaster, it's a, they're they're a tough uh, tough company to crack. They have spoken <laughs> to us ex- extensively off the record, but they will only speak to us off the record, and this makes it very difficult for us to produce a story, right? So we're pretty aware of their position and their logic and how they work and everything else. But when we bring this result, you know, this, uh, this investigation to them and say, look, it's time for you guys to comment on the record. They refused. They sent us a, a one paragraph, uh, comment by email that, you know, spoke in platitudes and generalities. So, uh, I wonder whether they're ever going to actually deal with this head on in a public forum. And so they may just try to ignore it. But the cat is out of the bag, Marco. Is it going to change how you buy tickets? Well, uh, uh, one thing, I've done a few radio interviews today, and I want to tell you, the one thing I have learned, and this is the you know mm-hmm. take-home for all your listeners today, mm-hmm. is that uh, one of the tricks we saw is called dynamic pricing. It meant that mm-hmm. uh, a ticket could be, when there's a lot of demand for a ticket, the price could shoot up through the roof. And one thing I can tell you is the demand is always highest when the box office opens in those first few hours. And so I would tell people, avoid those first few hours, because what happens is weeks and months later, new tickets come out, mm-hmm. and, if, and there's not as much demand, and we saw ticket prices come back down. And so I guess my tip to you is there, you know, there's more tricks out there, but if you know how to game it, and if you've got a little bit of patience, you might just end up with a last-minute ticket for a lot less than someone who, you know, was there the first minute when the box office opened. All right, Marco, thank you for joining me. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, Arthur. Thanks so much. Marco Chone Ovid, Toronto Star investigative reporter about these scalpers. Really quite incredible story. You're going to totally change the way you feel when you start to click and try to get tickets. I'm Arlene Bond, and this is Global News Radio.